Hello, and welcome back to Ask the Teacher ABC. Um, I'm so sorry. We've been gone for kind of a little, a little while, huh? We yes. took a long vacation. Um, yeah, we needed to kind of rejuvenate a little bit. So um, welcome back, uh, everybody, um, to the podcast today. And um, I, I just, I, everything's going really well. It's yeah. been kind of a crazy start to the year. And I can't believe we're almost done with January. I know. It's scary, but fun at the same time. Happy New Year. Right? Yes. Happy New Year's to everybody. Yes. Yes. It's just been a lot, right? Yeah. But we've learned a lot in this past couple of weeks that have gone by, and we thought that we would have a student guest on tonight. Yeah. So we have a very special guest today. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Hi, my name is Finn, and I'm a fourth grader. Okay. So we have Finn with us today. And Finn is in fourth grade. Obviously, he's been going to school for what? Like, this is your fifth year in school, right? Since you went to kindergarten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, re basically what we wanted to do today is kind of get a student's perspective on learning process. So Finn, um, we brought you here just to kind of ask you some questions about school and just kind of get what your perspective is on school. So um we want to start out with just kind of like a basic question. So uh, what's your favorite part about school? Well, my favorite part my favorite part about school is probably just learning new things and seeing my friends. Okay. Awesome. So what kind of new things um, excite you the most? Like when you go into school and you, you know, you have objectives, right? Do you have objectives on your board and stuff? Like what you guys are going to do for the day? Um... No, but we do have a schedule, but sometimes it's not there. Okay, so that's pretty normal. I mean, but you kind of know what your schedule looks like for the day because yeah. you've kind of memorized it by now, right? Yeah. Do you like having the schedule posted so you know what's happening or well, are you okay with not having a schedule? Well, we have our special binder and we write down like a miniature version of our schedule. So we kind of always know what to do. Oh, I love that. Oh, so you have a day planner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Um, and make sure you lean forward a little bit. I know this is kind of new for you. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about it. Um, but uh, when you go into school and you know what you're going to learn, what excites you the most about learning? Well, what excites me the most is pretty much just learning in general, like learning new things at school. Yeah. What's your favorite subject? My favorite subject um, it's probably reading. Why long? Why? Why is that? Well, well, either reading or science, because uh, in science we learn a lot of new things, but in reading we get to read a, a lot of biographies this week. Um, so we get to learn about people's lives. What is your about people who make like a difference? in history yes yes i like i love that what is your like, teacher's favorite subject um i'm not sure can you tell what she likes to teach and what she doesn't like to teach i mean she has a specific class to teach it's reading um, she's our reading teacher so, so they do um departmentalized learning at them school um and uh you have one teacher that teaches reading and like social studies kind of stuff like yeah that's our main teacher and then um in the morning at nine forty-five, we switch classes so i go to 
my math class with my teacher, Miss Lyle. Oh, okay. And and how do you how do you like switching classes? Because I know that was new for you this year. Uh, switching classes, it was a pretty big change, but um, it's still pretty cool. Okay. What do you like about it? Well, getting to see new faces, getting to learn more about math, and pretty much stuff like that. Ooh, okay. What do you not like about switching classes? Um, well, sometimes we have to do a lot of math, and sometimes it's, sometimes it's unfamiliar, so. Do you feel confident in asking your teachers questions? Yes, yes, I do. And why? Like, what do the teachers do to make you feel comfortable asking questions? Well, a lot of the times they give me hints to the answers, but they don't always give me, like, the full answer. Do they come right out and tell you, I'll answer any questions, or do you just know by the relationship that you have with them? I just know by the relationship that I can raise my hand and they'll come to me and they'll give me a hint about the question. Okay, so you feel comfortable and you feel safe yeah. at school. Do the teachers tell you that, or do you just already understand that? I already understand. Really? Why? Why? What tells you that you're safe at school? What what has what tells you what makes you feel safe at school? Like how can you tell other people what they can do to make their students feel safe at school? Well, the teachers always say that they're they're going to keep us safe, and they always show us videos about like like lockdowns, about like lockdowns and earthquake drills and a lot of stuff like that. Oh, good. So they teach you, they inform yes. you what to do if there's an emergency. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So what kind of rules do you have in your classroom? Well, the kind of rules? Well, we... Oh, so the rules we have in our classroom is that we should always raise our hand mm -hmm. and not go up to the teacher to ask her a question. Okay. And there's a lot of others, but I can't, I can't seem to remember them all. But yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, so when you when you go to class, do you know like what to expect? Is your schedule pretty similar every day that you go? Well, we have a morning schedule. Uh huh. Where, so we walk into the classroom. We get ready. We get our. We unplug our Chromebooks. We fill out our planner. Wait for somebody to put a sticker on our sig our parents' signature. And then we start doing our um, un unfinished work. And then after that, we do this special math program called a reflex. Oh, so it sounds like you, you guys definitely have a schedule then. And you kind of know what to expect when you come into class. Mm -hmm. Does that make you feel more comfortable coming into class that you kind of know what to expect each morning? You know what the routine is? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So what about, um, let's talk about specials. So I know that um, you have specials and stuff. Um, what kind of specials do you guys have at your school? Well, we have specials of SEL, um, library, PE, and music. Okay. On um, every Monday, uh -huh. we have library, and then the next Monday we have SEL next week. 
And then Tuesday, um, yeah, Tuesday we have music. Um, and then Wednesday we have PE. Mm -hmm. Thursday we have music. <clears throat> and Friday we have PE. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about SEL? SEL? Uh -huh. Well, a lot of the times in SEL, we talk about our character trait for the month. This year, this month's character trait of January is fairness. Whoa. Okay. Do, how do you, how do they teach it? Do they show you videos? Do you read stories? What kinds of things do you do to, when you learn SEL lessons? Well, a lot of the times we, we do videos and we do a lot of activities. Can you, have you, can you tell me about an activity that you've done? Well, an activity that we've done. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there's a lot. So. <clears throat> Just pick one. One activity that we did was with respect, um, which was, I think, uh, November, right? Okay. Yeah. And for those of you guys that don't know, SEL does stand for social emotional learning. And we do have a separate episode on that that we come into kind of what that means. Right. So we're just kind of getting a, a perspective from Finn here. So go ahead. So we, we listened to this video and then about um, uh, respect. Mm -hmm. And then we made little posters and then we stuck them on the walls of the school, like right in front of the fourth, I mean, not the fourth grade, the fifth grade hall. Mm -hmm. so they were like little posters about what respect means. Wow, I Ooh. like that. Yeah, the kids awesome. are spreading the word. Do you think it helps? Does all that learning, the SEL class, does that help mm -hmm. with the, uh, how kids treat each other at school? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. How can you tell? I mean, everybody's always nice to each other. Okay. All right. So what about bullies? Do they, do you have bullies at school? Do you have a bully problem at school? Uh -uh. There are no bullies at school. Wow. Wow. That is good. Yeah. They seem like they build a lot of wonderful culture in the school, which I think is extremely important. You know, yeah, I mean, that's definitely one thing about the school that um, that Finn goes to. It is very um, they're very aware of that. And I think because of those SEL classes that they have, the students are kind of aware of what the expectation is around these pillars, these character traits, mm -hmm. these pillars in, of of society. Do you agree with that, Finn? Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, testing. So, um, do you take any tests in the week, during the week? Well, <clears throat> most of the times we just take tests on Friday, but um, only sometimes we take a reading test on Thursday, but only sometimes. Um, and you also take a spelling test. Yeah, we still, we pick. We take a spelling test every Friday in the morning, oh, okay. and we have homework that we're giving on Monday um, that help us study the words, mm -hmm. so we get ready. But on the reading test, the reading test, 
is first to test on our vocabulary words that we learned during their week. Well, mm-hmm. the two weeks. And then those are the first eight questions. And and then after that, there, we, we always have it all based off of a story that we've read. Yes, yes. Okay. That's wonderful that you know, like, the first eight questions are going to be vocabulary. Mm-hmm. And that's good that that's what teachers need to do. You know, yeah. They need to be able to lay out the test format and how it's going to be asked so that the kids become familiar with it, just like a schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, you get familiar with your schedule. Yeah, that's what you do. You walk your kid, your kiddos through. This is how the test looks. This is what this these questions look like. And, and, you know, set truly set kids up for success because, you know, we've heard a lot of people say, you know, uh, don't teach to the test. Right. But it's like if I'm going to teach you how to roller skate, I'm certainly not going to give you a fishing rod. I'm going to (laughs) prepare you for what's ahead and how it's going to look for so that you can succeed and feel more comfortable. Right. Right. Do you take notes, too, at school? Um, We only take notes in math. Okay. We take notes in our math notebooks and we take notes about math like how to solve these kind of broad problems well lately in math we've been doing um a lot of division like advanced division but it's not like that advanced because like so we do stuff like um let's see 20 2,400 divided by six. Okay. So we do, so we think of our basic fact, um, 24 divided by six, which we know is four. So we add on the extra zeros, the two extra zeros. So the answer is 400. Oh. Yeah, so they, they're rounding their answers. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they is. have a round figure, and that's what people do in real life. They yes. round at their figures, right? You know, and what's, what's really crazy, what I really like about, I know people are like, oh, this new math, you know? Mm-hmm. But what I really like about it is I was taught in my, back, back in my day, mm-hmm. I'm only 37, <laughs> but back in my day, we were taught that this is what the answer is, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had to solve for the exact answer. There was no rounding. Right. But I actually recently learned how to do rounding in my head, and it has actually helped me be better at work stuff and, like, be better at percentages. I can actually do it in my head now where I wasn't able to do it before because I know that there's a rat that, that if I'm rounding, it's going to be around this amount. Mm-hmm. And so I know that the closest one, and then if I need to do like actual exact numbers, I can go from there. Right. But if I'm in my head and saying, okay, 10% of whatever, I can say that off the top of my head or 3% of whatever. I have actually been able to do that now because of rounding. And so I've realized now like how Finn just solved that problem is it's actually very, very valuable to be able to do this quote unquote new type of math. Yes. Which you don't know any different. You've kind of right. just learned this from Finn's over there shaking his head. I don't know what you're talking about, mom. Um, I bet, yeah. Well, he actually helped me prepare for my fourth graders. And he helped me over the summer traveling with him. And we talked about maybe this on a past podcast, mm-hmm. how he, he and I traveled together and how he prepared me for my students. 
because fourth grade people are not are a different group altogether. They're mm-hmm. not really babies. They're not really big kids. They're like in that middle, that middle stage. So are do you are you allowed to walk around in your classroom and do what you need to do without asking? Like if you need a tissue, you can just get up and get one without asking. Well, we have certain symbols that we use. Okay. So like if we raise our hand and put up one finger, that means we need to get a drink and miss and our teacher, Miss Hunt, will just nod her head or like make eye contact. Mm-hmm. And two is to sharpen a pencil. Um Three is to go to the bathroom. Four is to get a tissue, and five is a question. Because so, that's basically raising. Oh, that's good. good. <laughs> There's always room to learn. I love it. Oh yeah, you know I, I love that. I I used uh, sign language. Symbols. Yeah, sign language. Yeah, I, so I use sign language for my students to tell me. Yeah, go ahead. We actually also did that in kindergarten too. With the one, the two, the three, the four, and the five, or the sign language. Um, well, the one, the two, actually, it was kind of like the one, the two, the three, the four, and the five, and sign language. Oh, oh see, okay. I love Ooh, that. Ollie, you know that really gets, that way the teacher can efficiently work in the classroom. And even like for me personally in my classroom, I only have a bathroom symbol. Everything else, get up and do what you need to do, except for sharpened pencils. That's why I actually give my kids ink pens. Because we don't care about erasing <laughs> and we want to t- be able to take notes and get things done. So everyone, I, I've got rid of pencils in my class. Everyone has an ink pen. They think they're cool with them anyway, right? I and mean, yeah. They make a mistake, draw a line through it and keep on going. I mean, you know what? Honestly, I think that's really cool. You do? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because so so here's the thing. So there's like... There's like two schools of thought on the the pencil thing, right? Which and, is it, and you're either for pencils or you're against pencils, right? Because here's the thing about pencils: pencils need to be sharpened, right? And then if you have a mechanical pencil, oh, those need to be refilled with lead. Yes. So then you have kids get yeah. they're fiddling around, right? You know, and then then but pens, and then some teachers are like, no pens allowed, right? Right. You know, right. and it, are you, is your classroom and no pens allowed? No pens allowed. No really? pens allowed. Yeah. So, see, so his Why? teacher must be of this, because here's the thing is like, I think when, um, you know, his teacher and I are around the same age, uh-huh. we weren't allowed to use pens at all. Right. Like it was against the law. Right. For some you reason. Never use no one ever said what the reason yeah. was. Oh, Finn, go ahead. Well, our teacher never lets us use pens because a lot of the times we make mistakes when we, when we write, when we a problem when when we're solving anything yeah that's why we don't yeah that makes sense and but see i'm the advocate of it's more efficient i give everyone pens it's like a no-brainer for me i don't ever have to worry about the pencil sharpener going off or even sharpening pencils or lead and if i do see a lead pencil i'm like no this is not allowed in my class Mm -hmm. if you make a mistake you draw a line and another thing is, you know, like in my with my fourth graders, we take notes all day long. And that's another classroom management thing that I have going on. Like we are kids, if we're watching a video, kids are taking notes. And I'm teaching them how to take notes so that they can read their notes and then use them on tests. And I love, love, love that some colleges too are, a, are promoting use your notes, open book, open note. Like we want you to learn and succeed. 
We want to take away the anxiety, right? Well, yeah, because honestly, if we're really, if we're really looking at the way that testing is done in college, especially like we're going to teach you something, spit out the answer. It's about memorization. Mm-hmm. Um, and memorizing is not everyone's forte. Or it's not and everyone's learning. Yes, it's not how everyone learns. Right. And so memorizing things can be hard for some people. Mm-hmm. And I think by taking away that memory part of it and letting them use their notes, like, I don't think you should do open book. I think you should do open notes. Mm-hmm. Because that makes that ensures that your students are engaged, that they are actively taking notes. And because they know that they're going to be able to use those notes later. So I think that having open notes during especially during any type of test is completely legitimate. Exactly. Because at that point, that work, that those notes that you took are yours. Right. And you should be able to use all of your knowledge and resources on your test. I know. And that's why I'm trying to like think like maybe one day state testing will be like use your notes. They are your notes that you created. And if you don't take good notes, you probably won't do well. Yeah. So that's where that everyone's not going to get a hundred percent or a hundred percent because you know what I mean? It'll depend on how well you take notes. And if you're taking notes, that means you're learning and you're engaged. Yeah. Finn, did you want to add something? Um, our math teacher, when she has us take notes, um, a lot of the times after the notes, she has us take like a quiz or like a paper but not exactly a test. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like but, a problem check, like an exit yeah, ticket. Yeah, a problem a problem check. Yeah? Not as much as an exit ticket, but um, she tells us to get out our math notebooks and we can use our notes. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Because um, whatever the, the solving check is always related to the notes that we took. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All righty. I think we got some good information. I know. So it's, you know, that we wanted to have Finn on here today. And Finn is my son. We wanted to have Finn on here today because, you know, I think that sometimes as teachers, we forget to interview our students and ask them, like, is there something that you could use in your classroom that isn't happening? So that's going to be our last question. <laughs> so Finn. Is there something that would make your learning easier in your classroom? Anything that you can think of? Something that would help you learn better, be better, anything? Not much. I mean, my classes and the questions are, but it's good. Like, yeah. Okay. What about your, is there anything your teachers could do to teach you better? Sure. Maybe make, um, maybe like make the answer, like or the question a little more specific on what to do, like instead of just giving us a question. Okay, so maybe more, some more specific directions at times. Yeah, and see, and I think as as teachers, we need to remember, and that's was kind of our goal today, is to kind of give you like a touch of like a kid's perspective on things. So whether if you're a parent and you're listening, ask these questions to your kids, mm-hmm. because you know I'm going to be really honest, you guys. Like I talk to Finn about school every day, and some of the stuff that he said today, I did not know. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, like I I question him, but sometimes he doesn't tell me all right. things, right. you know. And so I think by asking these questions, 
and doing some, you know, doing some reflection with your child, that it will kind of help give you a better idea of what's going on in their classroom. Yes. You know, and if you're a teacher, you know, make sure to check in with your students because, you know, sometimes we're doing something that doesn't work and we need our students to be able to reflect and say, actually, Miss So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, this isn't working for us. And we could actually use a little more help here. Right. You know, and we won't, we don't know if we don't ask. Right. And that was one of my things when I was a teacher is, you know, being very reflective and talking to my students and asking them what they needed from me right. to do better. Exactly. How could I help them be successful? Because honestly, when it comes down to it, that's what we as teachers and as parents do is we want to help our children be successful. Right. Right. And we don't want to assume anything. And most teachers forget to ask those questions. Yeah. Guys, how can we, what can I do better? How can I teach you better? How can you learn better? And sometimes the kids will say, we want to practice you with our dry erase markers. One little dry erase marker can be highly engaging and kids are all about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so teaching each other, bouncing things off from each other. But, you know, we need to read our audience. Yeah. Always read your yeah. audience. And if I see my audience starting to fade out, that's when I have to stop and say, okay, what, what can I do better? Yeah. So, and it's okay because it's a space of learning, right? Exactly. It is a space of learning. So just a little reflective um, first episode for you. Finn, thank you for being here. We really appreciate your time and I'm happy to have you (laughs) and happy. I'm happy that you can have me too. Oh, you're so thank sweet. you. I love I you. Know, right? <laughs> so we are having other people coming soon to be. Yes, we have some special guests coming up here pretty soon. It's going to be lots of fun. We can't wait to spend this new year with you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a fan. You guys are all amazing. Have a wonderful week and a blessed week. And we will see you soon. Bye.